Welcome to another episode of the Superpowered Fancast. This is Darren. Uh, so this is episode 31 of the Superpowered Fancast, and I'm uh, broadcasting from my office. It's uh, oh the beginnings of October, which means we've got the huge blockbuster movies that are coming out uh, this fall, and this whole episode is basically going to be about those. I mean... Uh, not just those, but also um, TV trailers as well. Just some things that, that came out uh, during uh, New York Comic Con uh, this uh, this past weekend. That Just some really great uh, revelations, some really great videos, some really great uh, surprises. Just culminating into um, what just dropped today being the new trailer for Star Wars The Last Jedi. And frankly, rather than uh, build up, I'm not even going to bury the lead on it. We're just going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it uh, first. So, the first trailer, uh, the first trailer was really good. It, it, it established, um, I guess, uh, it, it established in, in kind of shots like where our characters are from the end of uh, the Force Awakens. This new trailer, if anything definitely raises the stakes. And I think that's probably why it's getting some of the uh, comparisons to um, Empire Strikes Back, which basically any second movie in in a trilogy is going to be uh, compared to Empire, and for good reason, because it still stands out as probably one of the best uh, Star Wars movies uh, of, of them all. But you do get a, a sense that, that, I mean, this is... Just re- it's a really dark trailer, and I don't mean dark in a negative sense, but it's a dark trailer in that there's not a whole lot of uh, joy, but there's a lot of you know everyone getting ready for the fight, everyone who's on their their sides of the fight getting ready to to have it out. So you so you get you know you actually feel like like charged watching it. At least I know I did. Now. As far as the the characters go, there's some really great scenes, and I mean, I'm gonna tell you, I'm sure if you if you're listening to this, you've already watched this trailer and probably watched it more than once. I know I have, but I'm just gonna you know put it out there and just say, hey, you know what? I really enjoyed this uh, this trailer, and I love seeing where all the characters are at this point in the film. So it's gonna be interesting to see how uh ray navigates being trained by luke um whether or not he's he's gonna train her at all or at the very least just uh his his fear like you literally see his fear just at her at her power and he is his obvious comparisons uh between uh ray and uh and kyle and kylo ren i mean so it's uh it's it's just kind of obvious to just putting it out there that there is that the connection between the two of them is 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 palpable and um just how powerful she is is something that the fact that it scares Luke makes uh, makes everything just that much more ominous i i like the fact that um that you get that you get a sense you get a moment where you have like you know, Kylo Ren just, you know, still a, a human part of him still continues to assert itself. Even 
like in in the scene where he's you know they're attacking the attacking the ship and then he realizes that Leia's on board. So those are the the conflicts that I'm hoping get played out um, satisfactorily when the film comes out. But I mean, just from a from a from the standpoint of a fan and just from the standpoint of someone who who just watched the trailer, it looks amazing. I even like that the you know the scene with with Finn just kind of standing up finally and taking on um, taking on Phasma. Like I want to see uh, how that plays out because it just seems to be like there's a, a history between the two of them that I'm hoping gets explored. And as I said, just from again, kind of just a backwards comparison to Empire, like this. This film doesn't look like it's gonna it's gonna have a happy ending, so I'm just kind of preparing myself for that as well. But uh, honestly, I want to know what you think. Like I, um, you can definitely uh, email me uh, at superpoweredfancast at gmail dot com. Uh, you, can, you can actually go to my website superpoweredfancast.com dot com, and that's I, I kind of rushed through that superpoweredfancast.com. dot com. And watch the trailer and leave your comments on the on the site itself, and I I respond I absolutely respond to uh to comments so um it's again it's a great looking trailer uh, I'm looking forward to the film I'm definitely on board to see it and I'm sure I'm going to be talking about it uh, some more probably Wednesday on the Geek Side Pod uh, with uh, Will and Christina so definitely uh, tune in to to that on the Geeks Worldwide and also uh, on the YouTube channel. So uh, the next trailer I probably want to, uh, I want to talk about is, uh, of course, Justice League. Now, in this later this latest trailer um, that's coming out ahead of its November release, uh, they they just kind of go all in, and you see Henry Cavill. As uh, as Clark, you don't see him as Superman, but you do see him as Clark. And what's interesting is what's what people are debating about is whether or not this is actually, you know, like a scene in the film, or is it a a uh, a flashback? Or I mean, the the fact that he talks about the ring it makes people think that it's a dream sequence, and especially the way that it was framed with like you know Lois waking up alone. Um, in the in the next shot, so there's debate about whether or not he's he's back at this point, or if he uh, just shows up later. There's some also some really great footage of uh, of the team in action. Um, it looks like there's a lot of scenes with uh, with with Jason Momoa's Aquaman kind of stealing the show, and same thing with uh, with Ezra Miller's um, Flash. So. Uh, I'm still, I still try and be optimistic. Like I want to be optimistic about this film and uh, because I'm definitely going to go see it. My, my biggest and probably possibly only concern, and I've actually written an editorial about this on the site, uh, is if they wait too long to bring back Superman, then instead of it becoming a justice league film, he becomes a deus ex machina and ends up being, you know, and, and just gets dumped in there to save the day, then the whole premise of the justice league just goes out the window. 
because they said it themselves. Like they're even using the line in the marketing. You cannot save the world alone. So that being the case and you know, whether they're successful or not, shouldn't completely hinge on there being a Superman on the team. His presence there should be a, you know, the final piece of a puzzle, not, you know, the, uh, not the answer to the question. Like it just him, him being there should not tip the balance in such a way to where if he was there by himself, it wouldn't matter if the rest of the team were, were around, but the trailer does look good. Like I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the fact that they're, you know, they're still meeting their, their release date deadline means either they got, they really got what they needed, uh, in the reshoots or they weren't as extensive as people start as people speculated that they were going to be, but you know, I'll reserve judgment. I'm not a hardcore fanboy like either way, but I enjoy the films. I liked Man of Steel. They were asked. I actually liked Batman v Superman, although there was some stuff that, you know, I got to give up to being on the ridiculous side, but it was still, in my opinion, an enjoyable film. Either way, you know, I'll reserve judgment. I'll see how it goes. But um, those are kind of like the two biggest trailers that came out. But then as far as uh, movies go, but there was some really great uh, TV and entertainment news uh, that came out from Comic-Con as well. And the next thing I want to talk about along those lines is uh, Matt Ryan coming back as Constantine. So any of us who are, you know, fans of the character, John Constantine knows what happened uh, with the uh, NBC series, um, which I thought was really good. I think it was just, you know, on a network that doesn't, that just was not ready for a comic book series. And so it got canceled. But that wasn't the end of Matt Ryan in the role of John Constantine. So he came back to uh, play the role on an episode of Arrow. And it looks like he's, you know, coming to the Berlantiverse in animated form on uh, CW Seed, where he's going to be, uh, where Matt Ryan will be uh, voicing the character for an animated series. And also, uh, this just kind of breaking news in the last um, 48 hours, uh, Matt Ryan will be coming back uh, to play Constantine uh, live action again on an arc on uh, Legends of Tomorrow. So this could, I don't know, could it mean that um, that John gets a, a second bite at the apple for a live action TV series? I'm not sure. But I would probably love to. I would love to see it personally. I think it'd be. I think it'd be great because I've I've always been a huge fan of the character. Now the next trailer that uh, that came out from New York Comic Con is the first trailer for uh, season eleven of the X Files. And just real quick on that one because it was a really quick uh, trailer. I like how they're they're bringing back. Um, you know, old favorites to bring back the, you know, cigarette smoking man, bring back Skinner. Um, it's like they're bringing back the lone gunman. It looks like this is, uh, that they're going back to the, uh, alien conspiracy aspect of the series and making it about the, uh, making it personal for Mulder and Scully by making it about the hunt for their son, William. 
So that that that's interesting to me as well. Now the next trailer that actually came out uh, is for a series coming to Hulu, and it's by Marvel Studios, and it's based on the Brian K. Vaughn uh, series, The Runaways. And uh, if you don't know anything about Runaways, it's about a group of group of kids who um, who many of whom have powers, and they find out that their parents are a secret cabal of uh, supervillains, and so they you know they go on the run. It's a really interesting series. It's really uh, really well written. Uh, I'm really optimistic that this show on Hulu is going to be. Uh, is going to be up to par with uh, with Vaughn's writing, so I'm I'm optimistic about that one. Even the same thing with like um like the Pacific Rim Uprising trailer, which I liked the first Pacific Rim movie a lot. I thought it was really fun. Um, I thought they I thought uh, Del Toro did a great job of a kind of uh, bringing back that that style of you know. You know, giant robots versus uh, you know giant monsters. I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it was great. It wasn't one of my favorite films, but I, it's so. But it was. But it was really fun. But the trailer for Uprising actually has gotten me really excited. Like it looks like they've added some interesting layers to both the characters, but the story. And it's not just going to be you know, um, giant robots versus giant. Uh, versus uh it's not going to be like Jaegers versus Kaiju. Uh it just looks like they're going to be dealing with, you know, politics and fighting other Jaegers and whatnot. So that might um it's going to be an interesting twist uh that, you know, kind of humanity goes back to being what it is. Now, a definite trailer I'm going to encourage everyone to look at is a trailer for a series coming to sci-fi called Happy. Now, if you don't know anything about it, uh, it is based based on an image comic series, and it's about uh, by uh, Grant Morrison, and it's about a, a an ex cop turned hitman who, um, after being shot and dying and is being and, and brought back, um, sees a tiny talking horse named Happy who is uh, kind of guiding him and, and, and helping him. And it's, it's surreal. Like the, the trailer itself is, is surreal. And I'm a huge fan of, uh, of Chris Maloney from, um, from law and order SVU taking on the, the lead role and Pat Oswalt, who's one of my favorite comedians as the voice of happy. So I'm definitely uh, going to check that out. And then um, just kind of going into uh, the news uh, Jill Scott, uh, singer Jill Scott has been, uh, cast as uh, the villain in, uh, the CW's Black Lightning series. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, uh, she has, uh, acting, uh, cred, you know, she, uh, she was on this show, like one of my wife's favorite shows with the, uh, about the first, uh, ladies detective agency on HBO, but she was, uh, she was really great on that. Um, now, Universal, who has kind of gone uh, all in with their Dark Universe uh, series, and this was a start with The Mummy, um, even though it wasn't particularly successful, uh, they've pushed back, well, not even necessarily pushed back, they've pulled 
from their schedule the uh, the reported uh, remake of James Whale's uh, Bride of Frankenstein. And this was supposed to star uh, Javier Bardem as the monster and Angelina Jolie as the bride. So the fact that the film has been pulled, um, you know, it's it's not looking too good for the uh, for the dark universe uh, brand. And uh, but which is a shame because I I really kind of want to see those films, but. The Mummy, you know, it was okay, but it wasn't great. It wasn't something where, you know, I was looking at it and was like, hey, I want to see more of this. It just, uh, there's parts of it that just really kind of fell apart for me. But, um, and going back to TV and Marvel news, uh, it looks like uh, Iron Fist, looks like Danny Rand is going to be making an appearance in Luke Cage Season 2. Now, the last time we saw... Uh, Danny, he had uh, he had made a promise to to Matt. You know, you know, spoilers. Just just letting you know up front. Um, this is from the Defenders, so if you haven't watched it, and just kind of letting you know uh, what happens in the, the a little bit and what happens in the last episode. Uh, Danny made a promise to Matt that you know he would uh, take care of the city, and then when uh, you know what happens at the at the end, and Daredevil is you know trapped in the building as it's collapsing. Uh, Danny's decided to just kind of take up that mantle. So it's going to be interesting to see why he goes to Luke for help. Is he going to Luke for help or is, does he need information? And it's going to be uh, interesting to see where their uh, friendship develops. And, you know, do we get kind of like the the precursors to Heroes for Hire uh, on this uh, on this go around on season two of Luke Cage? Um, another news, uh, the animated series, Bob's Burgers is coming to the big screen, uh, as a movie. Um, I've watched Bob, Bob's Burgers. I, I really enjoy it. Uh, I haven't really gotten into it as much as other people. So forgive me if, you know, I'm not the, the biggest, uh, Bob's Burgers, uh, booster as it were, but you know, anytime, anytime you get like some really smart, uh, smart and smartly written animation on the big screen. I'm a happy guy, so um, I definitely look forward uh, to in, to seeing it, and I will actually go see it in the theater. Now, something I'm also a little bit, you know, have some trepidation about is they're remaking a movie that I loved as a kid uh, called Flight of the Navigator. Now, Flight of the Navigator tells the story of a 12-year-old boy who uh, goes missing one night and returns seven years later, and not only with no memory of where he's been, but hasn't aged a day since the day he left. And while the government and, frankly, the boy himself are trying to figure out um, what happened to him, he's receiving messages from an a crashed alien ship that the government is keeping uh, is keeping nearby, and the two of them uh, finally meet up and and have an adventure. And you know, for a it was kind of intense for for a uh, you know for a kids movie it was released by Disney, and it wasn't really commercially successful, but it was. But I really enjoyed it, so I'm kind of on the fence about a remake. 
uh, I tend to be uh, one of those guys that's like, you know what? If you're going to remake it, go ahead and remake it. It's not for me. You're just kind of taking it away. You're you're taking it. You're taking that version and leaving it to me while you make something different. And if that's the case, I say go ahead and go. Go ahead and go. I mean, it's not my it's not my place, not my property. But you know, it's a movie that holds a special place in my heart. So, as the father of two boys, it's I I hope that they make something of the quality that my kids will find enjoyable. Now, another news, um, Creed star and black Panther star, Michael B. Jordan. Um, he's going to be headlining and executive producing a new superhero drama for Netflix, uh, based on the 2015 graphic novel, uh, by Dennis Liu called raising Dion. Now, Raising Dion is a really interesting pre, uh, pre- is a really interesting premise in that it's about a uh, a widowed mother who is raising her young son and finds out that her son has superpowers and she must you know she at the same time she's you know she's trying to protect him from the outside world and from people who would you know would exploit him. She's kind of teaching herself how to raise a potential superhero uh, or potential supervillain. So it's it's interesting to see. It's an interesting story. It's a really well written story, and I really loved it. And it's and if they um, if they kind of if they go with this with the tone of the comic, uh, I think that they'll have something really special. And uh, uh, Jordan Michael B. Jordan will be. Uh, playing the uh playing the the dead husband so more likely he'll he'll appear in flashback but um that's interesting that's probably one of the more interesting stories that i came across uh recently just because it's it's a really good story and i'm and i'm hoping that a good show a good drama comes out of it and that and that will encourage uh other uh other indie indie uh, indie writers, indie comic book writers, indie um, indie publishers to to take a chance on on new material. So one of the things everyone is talking about is you know uh, originality and something new, and and this is definitely one of those uh, one of those moments, one of those very kind of special uh, things that are uh, that are new and unique, and it's and, and it's a very unique voice that. That deserves to be heard. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the series. And I guess probably the last bit of news I'll talk about is so like James Cameron is is going all in on the Avatar sequels. Like he's filming two and three back to back right now. And right after that, he's going to go into production on uh, on four and five. And we don't know anything about the plot, but we have seen like pictures of like the new young cast that they're uh, that they're bringing into it. But what they also, what uh, looks like um, uh, Cameron has also done is that he's, he's gone to one of the veterans of his uh, who, who's worked with him and uh, Kate Winslet, who starred in, uh, <clears throat> who starred in Titanic for uh, directed, uh, written and directed by James Cameron is coming aboard uh, the Avatar sequels. Now, there's no 
real, um, there's no uh, definitive information about what her role will be in which film she'll appear in. But uh, considering they're, they're running them back to back, I doubt a star of her caliber would just go in for a cameo or for a one-off. So she may be a, a part of the plot going forward. Um, so that, that's interesting to see. Um, so that's it. Like I, uh, I really just kind of wanted to talk about, uh, last Jedi and, uh, justice league. Cause they're just so, you know, just like fresh in my mind, but, uh, I would encourage you all to, to watch me if you want to go and, and see all the trailers and read all the news I talked about. You can go to my website, superpoweredfancast.com. Uh, definitely, uh, let me know what you're th- let me know what you think, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, leave comments. You can email me, uh, superpoweredfancast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at superpoweredfan. And I would love to hear from you. Please uh, rate and review the show on iTunes. I, and uh, But you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, anywhere you find your podcast. You can find Superpowered Fancast. And I want to thank everyone everywhere who is listening who is uh reading the articles on the website who is engaging uh in the conversations uh who is liking uh liking my facebook page uh facebook.com slash superpowered fancast i i really appreciate uh everyone that's engaged in this in this uh this thing with me and i really and i and it it, it inspires and encourages me to keep going forward so I want to thank you all again, and this is Darren for Superpowered Fancast signing off, uh, saying I'll see you all next week. Bye. This has been a production of the GWW Radio Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more. Geeks, assemble!